0: let's praise the lord all our days let's lift his name on high O god for you alone are worthy of all glory
1: four, two, three, in
0: Truly, that without you we are nothing, Lord God. It is only by your grace that we can stand. God, thank you for your amazing grace, for your amazing love. Thank you, Lord God, for the gift of life. honor you, we give you praise, we glorify your name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, for your grace, Lord God. We love you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we lift up your name, May your will be done in our lives, Lord Jesus. Salamat, Lord God, sa lahat. We will continue to worship you, to honor you, Lord God. Salamat sa lahat, Lord God. We love you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: Sino na sa inyo yung nakagamit ng dalawang salita na sana all? Yes. ba? Usong-uso eh. Pero, you know, with God's grace, hindi mo kailangan yung sana all because literally, it is for all. ba? And even if you can't understand why, you know the difference of karma and grace? Sabi nila yung karma daw, is getting what you deserve but with grace you'll get it even if you don't deserve it because He gave it to you you didn't have to ask even if you don't get it it's yours all you can really think about is how to be thankful how can you show your gratitude because it's so hard for for this brain to just explain but today as we sing let our hearts overflow just with thankful with greatness with thankfulness in our hearts you don't have to understand it have to be thankful for it because you already have it. Leave it. Speak it. It's yours.
1: no one beside You, forever the hope in my heart, oh, to be loved.
2: We're so grateful, Father God. So, hear our song, Lord Jesus. Hear our voices. This is us singing for you, Jesus. This is us paying everything for you, Jesus. We offer our lives for you, God. For the last time, let's sing. Jesus, for everything you have done for us, Lord Jesus, for everything unexplainable, Father God, that we've experienced with you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Truly, we are grateful that we are here today gathered. Lord, prepare our hearts today as we listen to your word. Lord, open our hearts, Lord Jesus. Open our minds to understand you, Lord Jesus. Open our eyes to see the real meaning of every word, Father God, that you're going to impart with us today. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Isa pa po 'tong mas malakas na palakpak. Eh bago po tayo maupo, sabihin mo sa katabi mo masaya ako na nandito ka ngayon. Eh mag-aupo na po tayo.
3: Good morning, Church. Ayan. Tag-ulan na naman. Kaya dapat mag-ingat tayo. Mag-ingat tayo at baka madulas tayo sa maling tao. Good morning, Church. Good morning, Baguio City. Good morning, Philippines. Good morning, World. Isang magandang umaga sa inyong lahat listening to this video cast. Ayan. We're sorry that we can't physically meet today, but I hope you can still feel the warmth of each other, especially the presence of God today. Ayan, kasi para yung pag-ibig ng Diyos, parang ulan, mahirap iwasan at mahirap din pigilan. This Sunday, we get to finish our series entitled Paid in Full. Excited na ba kayo? Excited na ba kayo to finish today's series? Did you ever hear the word grace? The gospel that we read every day, the gospel that we share, is all about God's grace. Kaya napaka-importante para sa atin lahat na alam natin kung anong ibig sabihin ng salita na ito. Grace basically is a gift from God. Sabi sa mo, a gift from God. It basically is a gift from God that cost nothing from the one receiving it and it costs everything to the giver of it. Grace is completely unmerited, meaning it, has something, it is something rather we don't deserve. If I had to ask you today, how is God's grace continually working in your life today? Or better yet, are you gracious enough? To others, Today's message is entitled, Scandal of Grace. Basically, pag-inisip mo scandal of grace, it might have that negative connotation, but allow me first to define to you what scandal means. Scandal, according to Webster Dictionary, can be defined as an action or event regarded as morally or legally wrong and causing general public outrage. Kabino, if you put those two words together, scandal and the word grace, pang hindi sila match. But today, as we look into God's word, as we look deeper into a passage of scripture located in Matthew chapter twenty, verses one to sixteen, my prayer or our prayer rather is that we get to fully grasp or understand this concept of grace? That why is it so scandalous? Today, we'll be looking at a parable that Jesus taught located in Matthew, which for me can be one of the most hardest parable to understand. And today, as we open your Bibles with me today, we get to find out why is grace so scandalous? So may I invite or encourage you to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 to 16. And may I request all those able to stand, to please stand and join me as we give respect to the reading of God's word. Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 to 16. The parable of the workers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one heard us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right you will receive so when evening had come the owner of the vineyard said to his steward call their laborers and give them their wages beginning with the last to the first and when they came and when those who and when those came who were hired about the 11th hour they each received a denarius But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be the first, and the first last. For many are called, but few chosen. Blessed be the reading of God's word. Shall you, shall you join me as we pray? Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, today we thank you for your word. We thank you again for this opportunity, O oh Lord Father, to read, and not only read, but experience, O oh Lord Father, what you have installed for us today. Lord, today may your word come alive in our lives. May uh, your very words, O Lord Father, be personal to us and may it be applied in our very lives. Father, today we love you, we honor you, bless our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be all seated. And so before we look deeper into God's word for us today, allow me to give you again a little context of our passage of scripture for us to better understand what this parable or better yet, what is Jesus trying to teach us? If you open your Bibles back to Matthew chapter 19, we are introduced here of a certain rich young ruler who refused to give up his wealth to follow Jesus. Hindi niya ay, nasayangan siya na iwanan ang kanyang kayamanan para sundan si Jesus. Then Jesus, as we continue reading our Bible, then Jesus warns them of the difficulty of a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus even went on to say that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. And upon hearing these words, one of Jesus' disciples asked Jesus. Sabi ni Pedro, iniwan na namin ang lahat ng aming ari-arian para sundan kay Jesus. What then will be there for us? O, o gusto niyang sabihin, ano yung gantimpalang na nakahanda para sa amin? Ano yung reward? Ano yung prize? And our parable this morning will form part of the answer of Jesus to Peter. Both chapters 19 and 20 emphasizes that the rules by which the kingdom of heaven operate are very different from those of this world. Both chapters, my brothers and sisters today, have to do with rewards for sacrificial discipleship. This parable is similar to the parable of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. In both parables, the grace shown. To the undeserving person offends those who think of themselves as deserving. Medyo napepicture niya na ba 'yung scandal na ba na mangyayari? So today are you following? So let's start. Let's start all together and dig deeper into God's word. First one, for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Can we can notice here rather uh that it is the landowner who personally went to hire the laborers. Kakaiba ito dahil kadalasan po may mga managers, may mga stewards to mga landowners to, na to, to do this thing for them. Take note, it was in the morning, which is which usually starts at around 6 o'clock in the morning. Kaya 6 o'clock in the morning, he personally went. As we move on further in verse 2, Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. So dito, he begins to hire laborers for a specific fee. Yung fee na to is considered one denarius or a small silver Roman coin roughly equal to the value to the Greek uh, drachma, another common silver coin. This verse tells us that an ordinary laborer's words wage are equal to one denarius for a day's work work rather. Kumbaga ngayon, uh, we can consider this as our daily wage. Di ko kung daily wage dito sa Baguio, but I think it's around 350 mga range o 360, I don't know. So you can imagine now, it was ordinary during this time for workers or laborers to be on the local market. They Siguro waiting for someone to hire them and most workers during this time depended highly on this work to feed and support their families daily. As we move on further in verse 37, in verse 7, 3 to 7 rather. Uh, and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And said to them, You also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and five and found others standing idle again, and said, and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. You see here in this passage of scriptures, as the day progresses, the landowner makes four additional trips to the marketplace he made four additional trips to the marketplace to hire people or to hire workers he makes his second trip at around at, at the third hour or nine o'clock in the morning you see when the jewish day tec- te- technically starts at sundown the working day starts at sunrise and is divided into 12 hours the length of of the R varying with the seasons. The third hour corresponds roughly, pag natin uh, siguro estimate nine in the morning uh, if you base it on our time. The master makes additional trips at the sixth and the ninth hour, so that's around noon, tapos 3 p.m., and makes his final trip at, ele- at the eleventh hour, so that's around five in the afternoon. Napansin ko na, Parang mas interesado yung landowner na mabigyan ng trabaho yung mga tao sa marketplace rather than the harvest. Hindi niya sinabi kung magkano yung babayaran niya sa kanila. Dapat ba uh, three-fourths pay, one-fourth pay, or something equivalent to their work. But we read in the scripture that the landowner promised to pay them what is right. Sabi sa mo, what is right? So clear, klaro kung ano yung na-hire pagdating sa sahod. Pero habang pabalik-balik siya sa mas lalo siyang nawalang silbi tungkol sa bayad. One more thing na nakakapagtaka is that usually when you go to the market to hire workers, di ba dapat alam mo na kung ilan yung kukulin mong mga tao? Which made me lean on my first statement that he was more concerned on the people rather than on the harvest as we go in further uh, hitting the climax in verse 8 to 12 so when the ev- so when evening had come the owner of the vineyard said to his steward call the laborers and give them their wages beginning with the last to the first and then those who were hired about the 11th hour they each received a denarius but when the first came They supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained. Wow. They complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. You see, the Torah requires that the laborers be paid at the end of the day. And here the landowner does not uh does not do the paying but asks rather he's too hard to do it. What's pretty strange is how they paid the workers. Kadalasan kasi na unang nabaya, na na unang yung na unang nagta ba yun naman yung tama, yun yung normal na ginagawa. But in our passage of scripture, can you imagine that the last workers hired are paid a denarius. A full day's wage, even though they work only for one hour. Wow, diba? Sana all. Diba? Wow na, wow. We hear no complaint from the other workers. Diba? Siguro, siguro natuwa din they, because they smell generosity and can hardly wait to see their own paycheck. So, na-imagine ko na excitement kung, uh na-excitement yung mga unang na-hire. Jesus makes no mention of the wages received by those hired at the 9th noon and, and around 3pm. But, presumably, each received a denarius. Yung apat na huling sets, parang lahat sila may bonus galing sa landowner. Kasi, parang tayo mo, palit ng palit yung trinabaho nilang oras. At kung nakuha ng mga na pinakamaagay swell sweldo nila, alam mo yung gulat nila nung nakita nila na lang pala yung binigay land owner Sa una, unang na hire rather at saka sa kuling, na hire. But it was the amount that they previously agreed upon. ba Yun naman yung pinagkasundo nila, one denarius. Ito yung nangyayari. yari is umangal sila Hindi sila umangang na dapat mas malaki yung natanggap namin kaysa sa kanila. Pero, These last men have worked only one hour and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. Did you ever work in a vineyard for a whole day against the heat of the sun and the cold winds? Nasubukan nyo na ba? Tapos nasubukan nyo bang uh, nagtrabaho? Tapos iba-ibang time frame? Your amount trabajo, and can you imagine receiving the same wage as those who only worked for only a few hours? As we move on further, lastly, again in verse thirteen to sixteen, but he answered one of them, friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for our denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to the last man the same. As to you, is it not awful for me, lawful rather, for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be the first and the first last. For many are called but few chosen. The landowner calls the complainer's friend. Diba? Kung baga, ako, pag ko yung ganung term eh, it's all about grace again. Diba, singular you sinabi friend? Di na friend. Kaya baka, baka inisip ko may mga spokesperson to mga uh, trabahador. Di ba? Kung ako yung landowner, it would be better if he calls you ungrateful. But he does not call them ingrates. He has chosen to show them grace. He has shown grace to the latecomers And now he has shown grace to those who came early as well. They contracted for the usual wage and received exactly that. The landowner has not shortchanged them, but has paid them fully in accordance with their agreement. There's no harsh judgment here, only grace. The landowner does not push the early workers uh, punish rather the early workers for complaining, but acknowledges that the denarius that they received is their property. They are free to take it and leave, but are not free to dictate what the landowner will do with the rest of his money. You see, if he chooses to be specifically uh, generous to the 11th hour workers, he will do so. And he did. The land, over, land owner even asks, Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? Or pa kanyang sinabi na mali ba o bawal ba na gamitin ko yung pera ko kung san ko gusto? Or better, nahihinggit ba kayo dahil mapagbigay ako? Lastly, Jesus ends the parable as he began it in Matthew chapter 19, verse 30, when he said, But many are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Well, this is the great reversal. Why would such first become last? Perhaps because they have become prideful. Perhaps because they have given their alms on street corners so that others might marvel at their generosity. Perhaps because they sought to pave the way to heaven for themselves and their families with little consideration for others. Perhaps because they spent their lives praying, My will be done instead of Thy will be done. Perhaps their lives have been characterized more more by getting than giving. But there is also a possibility that the first will become last simply because God has willed it that way. God is so good. ba? sa katabi mo, God is so good. Imagine at times we think of sharing our heavenly neighborhood with these undeserving lasts. But let us instead give thanks that God has chosen to include them. If He has chosen to forgive their grievous sins, then we can believe that He will forgive our sins too. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God forgive for His mercy. Thanks be to God for His great mercy that is new every morning. This rainy morning, as we look into God's word for us, I guess uh, some of us are asking, Pastor, how can we apply this teaching to our lives today? Parang hindi naman applicable yata to sa panahon natin ngayon, Pastor. So today, allow me to share to you three thoughts that prohibits us from properly understanding grace. Three thoughts that makes grace so scandalous. First word I'd like to leave you this morning is the word pride. Sabi sa kader mo, pride. One of the most destructive weapons of Satan is a five-letter word with I in the middle. Pride lang, sabi nila yung laso na pag mo hindi nakakamatay. It's it's an it's a feeling, it's not a feeling, it's identifying that you're wrong. Or better yet, not necessarily wrong, that you need something or someone in order for you to become complete. Diba habang lumalaki tayo, growing up eh, uh, sakit ng ulo, anong gamot sa sakit ng ulo? Vicks, diba? Ano yung gamot para sa kagat ng lamok? Vicks. Lagnat? Vicks. Pag ikaw nahihilo, Vicks. And even today, pati daw COVID, yung gamot sa COVID daw, Vicks. Pero mga kapatid ko today, hindi lahat nagagamot ng Vicks. At kadalasan, hindi natin kailangan ng Vicks. Kailangan natin ang Panginoon. And today, looking at our passage of scripture, and looking at this word, pride, diba? pride, Pride often is associated with this phrase, I don't need grace. I don't need grace, Pastor. Grace, ah okay, pero I don't need it today. Sabi natin, di ba, pride, uh, minsan yung panglaba, pero kadalasan, ugali natin. Going back to our passage of scripture in verse 1 to 7, Imagine, five times siyang bumalik. Five times siyang bumalik sa marketplace to hire laborers. And most of the times, go yung first time yung andun eh, yung mga tao yung iba doon, eh, sabi na, ay, hindi ko kasi kailangan ng trabaho ngayon, tumatambay lang ako. Mamaya na, siguro, pag naghanap, mamaya na ako maghanap ng trabaho ngayon, maganda lang tumambay. But all of a sudden, siguro, some of them who went to the marketplace realized na wala pala akong makain. Kailangan ko pala ng trabaho ngayon. Umaasa pala ang pamilya ko sa trabaho mahanap ko ngayon. Today, associated with this word pride, everyone needs grace. Sabi sa katabi mo, you need grace. Tapos sabihin mo ngayon sa sarili mo, I need grace. Uh, I remember a quote by Jerry Bridges that said, Our worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you are beyond the need of God's grace. We all need God's grace. And everything that happens to us is by His grace and His grace Alone. You see, growing up is mandatory, but uh, growing old is mandatory. Rather, but growing up is optional. And today, grace is mandatory. Grace is not optional. Aminin na natin. Hindi lahat ng bagay kaya nating gawin. And oftentimes, when we find ourselves not being able to do certain things. God is there. We need the Lord. God without men is still God. But man without God is nothing. So today, how is grace scandalous? At the end of the day, the scandal of grace is that grace is uncomprehensible. Uncomprehensible meaning it's not impossible uh, to understand, but rather it is difficult to understand. Because it goes against our logical thinking. It goes against our logical thinking that we need something. It goes against our logical thinking that we need God's grace. Because at the end of the day, if you properly understand your need for God's grace, it would blow your mind. Hindi ka makakapaniwala that God saved a sinner like me. Scandal of grace. Something uncomprehensible. Second thing I would like to leave you this morning is the word ENTITLEMENT. Sabi sa katabi mo, ENTITLEMENT. ENTITLEMENT, just like PRIDE, kanina PRIDE is a five-letter word with I in the middle. ENTITLEMENT naman is an eleven-letter word with me towards the end. It's us thinking, ako nga eh, paano naman ako? Kung sa online selling, if you're a fan of online selling, Lahat na lang mo, mind, 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 mind. What's What's it, it? What's in it for me? What's mine? And today, entitlement goes with the statement, "I deserve grace," diba yung Entitlement, "I deserve something more." We live in a society that says, "You get what you want, or you get what you work for," rather. Whether it be grades, uh, in school, the salary you're awarded, or even the quality of friendships you have. Most good things we receive are correlated with the amount of effort we put in. Diba? Kaya it gives us the sense uh, that we deserve something more. Oftentimes, we think that the world owes us. Kaya taas kamay ng tao na they think that the world owes us something. Maybe we say, I deserve a good job. I deserve a higher pay. When a person works an eight-hour day job and receives a fair day's pay for his time, tawag daw don wage. When a person competes with an opponent and receives a trophy for his performance, anong tawag don? Prize. When a person receives an appropriate recognition for his long service or his achievements, that's what we call an award. But when a person who is incapable or not capable of earning a wage can win no prize and deserves no award yet receives a gift anyway. That is a good picture, my brothers and sisters, of God's unmerited favor. This is what we mean when we talk about the grace of God. Going back to our passage of scripture in verse 8 to 12, you highlight doon palagi sinasabi, and these last men have worked only one hour and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden in the heat of the day. Paang gusto sabihin, ito lang yung mo sa amin, isang denarius, I deserve so much more than this. Today, Anne Lamott, uh went on to say, and I quote, I do not at all understand the mystery of grace, only that it meets us where we are, but does not leave us where it found us. Beautiful verse by Anne Lamott. If there's one thing that grace does, my brothers and sisters, it changes us. Grace saves us and grace sanctifies us. At least that's the way it's supposed to be. But so often, grace is something we look back to Rather than move forward by. Today, grace is so scandalous. Because grace is undeserved. Sabi sa mo, undeserved. Grace is undeserved. It means there are people out there who think that they're so special. That the world ought to revolve around them. Your wake up call. Diba? Katukin mo yung katabi mo. The sad truth is that it doesn't. Hindi po umiikot yung mundo sa inyo. Two truths. Dalawang katotohanan. There is nothing you can do to make God love you more. And there is nothing you can do to make God love you any less. Grace is is God doing something for us that we could never do or deserve. That is why it is called a gift. Grace is undeserved. Lastly, last word I'd like to leave you today is the word jealousy. jealousy, jealousy is an eight-letter word And guess what? With the letter U in it, katumba siya ng salatang selos yung mga katagang, gusto ko ako lang. Subukan nyo na yan, yung words na yan. Gusto ko ako lang mahalin mo. Gusto ko ako lang may ganito. Jealousy comes with the phrase, you don't deserve grace or you don't need grace. I remember a story that was shared to me before. Two shopkeepers uh, were bitter rivals. They tayong Their stores were directly across each other. They would spend each day keeping track of each other's business. If one got a customer, he would smile in triumph at his rival. One day, an angel appeared to one of the shopkeepers in a dream and said, I will give you anything you ask. But whatever you receive, your competitor will receive twice as much. Would you be rich? You can be very rich, but he will be twice as wealthy. Do you wish to live a long life? Do you wish to live a healthy life? You can, but his life will be longer. Your rival's life will be healthier. So what? is your desire. The man frowned, thought for a moment, and said, here is my request. Strike me blind in one eye. I hope you got it. <laughs> Ko maa hindi nakakuha, siguro next week, uh, ulitin kulit pa makuha nyo. Going back to our passage of scripture in verse 15. Sabi doon, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? Amo sa natin? May mga tao talagang likhang uh, seloso, likhang envious, likhang mayroong jealousy in their hearts, that they like to focus on other people rather than on what God has graciously gifted them every day. Max Lucado. Pastor Max Tocado went on to say, God answers the mess of life with one word, grace. Beautiful. God answers the mess of life with one word, grace. Is your life a mess today? One answer, grace. Today, grace is for all. Di ba libre ang is share sa iba? You ever try sharing to others something that's free? Pag may free taste, diba, gusto-gusto nating sabihin sa ibang tao. Pag may give giveaway, we like to share to other people. Pag may freebies, iba agad-agad natin binabalita sa ibang tao. Pero bakit pagdating sa grace, pagdating sa grace of God, nating natin share. And yet, we consider the grace of God as a free gift because it cost the receiver nothing and the giver, everything. At the end of the day, the scandal of grace is that grace is unfair. Sabi sa unfair. And that's a good thing. Because if God was fair, we all deserved one thing. Alam mo na deserve natin? Hindi sports car na red, hindi bagong bahay. We deserved death. What's so fun is that grace always seems unfair. Hindi mo man aminin ngayon kapatid na grace is unfair. But it is unfair until you find yourself in desperate need of grace. Pag ikaw nakailangan ng grace fair, pero pag iba unfair, the reality is, for all that worker who squeezed in at the end of the day and worked just for one hour. Tayo lahat yun eh. Hindi naman ikaw yung trabaho na unang eh. Lahat tayo na nakikilig na ngayon. We're all those workers who only worked for one hour. None of us can really say that we've done perfectly right before God. So today, Allow me to end you with a quote that went, Grace is God doing for us what we could never do and what we will never deserve. Today, did you ever, did you notice, going back to our passage of scripture, did you notice that every time a group of workers comes to the vineyard, it's because the landowner went out to the marketplace to hire them. They didn't approach Him and ask for work. He went out searching for them as they stood around doing nothing. Our God is a God who actively comes and brings us into His kingdom so that we can receive from Him His grace. Today, scandal of grace what for you is grace? It's something uncomprehensible. That is what grace is all about. It's something undeserved. And lastly, it is something unfair. So today, would you join me as we read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 that says, For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your doing. it is the gift of God. The story is told that one day a beggar by the roadside asked for alms from Alexander the Great who was passing by. The man was poor and wretched and had no claims upon the ruler. No right even to lift a solici- no no, no right even to lift his hand. And solicit to the great Alexander. Yet the emperor threw him several silver, uh, several gold coins. A courtier was astonished at his generosity and commented, Sir, copper coins would have adequately meet, met the, meet the beggar's need. Why give him gold? Alexander responded in royal fashion. Copper coins would suit the beggar's need, but gold coins suit Alexander's giving. God gives us grace because it is who he is and it is not dependent on us. That, my brothers and sisters, is the scandal of grace. So before we end, let's pause for a moment. Let's allow God to speak to us for just a couple of minutes and allow His words to come alive in our life today. Let's allow God to speak to us today. While we take this moment of silence, I want you to make a list of all the things that God owes you. Panghirap, pastora, isipin yung mga bagay na God owes me. Today's your opportunity to be honest with God. If you think that God owes you something, I want you to think about those things. R.C. Sprawl states this convicting yet helpful truth. If we, were try, if we were to try to list everything God owes us, it would be the easiest task we were ever assigned. One we could complete in record time. The truth is, He owes us nothing. God owes you nothing except His wrath as punishment for all our sins. Here's the re- reality. As has already been stated, God doesn't owe us anything. Now, while reflecting those words, now I want you to make a list of all the things that you owe God. Balik tayin naman natin yung mga bagay na, pinagka- na may pagkakautang mo sa Panginoon. Take some time and list all those in your head. All those things He has blessed you beyond what you deserve. Today God has blessed us in so many ways. It's helpful for us to reflect upon those blessings to both gain a proper perspective and to be thankful to God for His blessings and for His grace. Let us pray. Gracious, Abba, Father, you are good and faithful. You are our Creator who has even chosen us to be in relationship with you. Through Jesus, you have extended us your grace. By grace, you have saved us. Parinoon, ngayon, araw-araw, we seek you that you help us understand more your grace. Give us an increase of grace this day so that we can respond to your love by our good deeds. We come before you in humility, asking for your grace and your mercy. For you know the temptations of this world. You know the weaknesses of our hearts. We come before you today asking for your grace in this time of need. Prainon, we are weak we are sinful and we need your help daily to stay strong in faith and continue to walk in your way. Pahinoon, forgive us and shower us with your grace, your uncomprehensible grace, your undeserved grace, and your unfair grace is truly amazing. Father, today we love you. We honor you. May we apply what we have learned today in the days to come. You alone deserve all glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Yeah, so Before we end, kanang kamay sa ating mga puso, And if you know the phrase, kindly repeat after me. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Ulitin po natin na isa pang beses, I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Let's raise our hands to the heavens and just declare His goodness and His faithfulness in our lives. Allow me to pray for you and declare God's blessing in your life today. Gracious Father, we thank You for Your grace. May grace truly abound in our hearts. I pray that the love of God Abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord and all of God's children would say, Amen and Amen. God bless. Keep safe. Keep warm. I'll see you all next Sunday.